No, no, I think Breakthrough TV gives bad, bad, bad broadcasting a good name. You're listening to Con Air Radio. Stop whining. It's about to begin. <laughs> We are back with another episode of Con Air Radio. We are your hosts. Of course, we got R-Tab. Oh, that's me. The, uh, the film dropout. We got Cameron. How's it going? They're our local busty criminologist. Whoa, busty. <laughs> busty. I've gotten bustier between last episode and now. Huh? Well, just that reminds me. We need the gang, the geek t-shirts. Geek babes. Yeah. We oh, talked oh, about it. Oh, about oh, it. oh, right, right. Oh, yeah. The token uh, geek girl. Yeah. Yeah. Geek amazing. boobs. Token geek. Geek, geek, geek boobs. It's amazing yeah. that they boobs. Nerd boobs. Nerd boobs. Deep yeah. Deep yeah. Deep so so, so there, there's nerd boobs, Jessica. Maybe we should like just restart. <laughs> No, no, we're perfect. on fire. Keep it going. <laughs> Keep it going. And of course, the uh, the furball. That's me. That's Jared. How's everybody doing this week? Tired. Solid. <laughs> I know it was kind of a kind of a busy weekend. There was uh, some sort of anime convention. Yeah, what is this anime? Sabotin. Yeah, Sabot- Sabotin. 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 Oh, Sabotin. Yeah. We love Sabotin. Yes, yes, we do. Uh, big, uh, big ups to uh, to Mr. Greg. He uh, definitely put on an awesome show this year. Oh, right, we talked to that guy. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. talked to him. We had him on the show. Oh well, if you haven't heard that and you're as confused as I am because you have the memory of a goldfish, go listen to that one. Goldfish, warm fish don't have. I said goldfish. Oh, goldfish. That is a good idea to go back and listen to it again. Yeah. Yeah, do it again. I will post the links when we're done. Uh-huh. Yeah. Whoa. Uh but yeah, Sabo definitely uh definitely kicked some awesome anime ass oh, uh, yes. this year. What what were the the final numbers? I know you were at the closing ceremony. 12,123, I believe. Wow. Do we know what it was last year? Um about 3,000 less. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Roughly. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, definitely very successful and uh uh we actually I I know I spent I spent 3 days there. Uh, our type, you were there all four days, uh-huh. and then uh, Cameron and Jess were there a day. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It was still, it was fun. It was so much fun. I actually got got to uh, got to be a little bit more involved this year in a couple different panels. Not necessarily running and doing the panels themselves, but I actually went to more panels this mm-hmm. year than I did last year. Yes, I did a lot of the Q and A type. Uh, panels. It was great. Um, it was actually last year's Sabotin Con that I started enjoying panels more and started going to them more at cons. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, um, actually, one of my favorite panels that I went to was uh, uh, body positive cosplay. Pretty much not, you know, not really caring about uh, so much as your size to do a cosplay. It's cosplaying what you want and suiting it to your body. Hmm. So what were some of their tips for suiting cosplays to your figure? Um, accentuate what you like and uh, cover up what you don't. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, one of the girls running the panel, she's like, you know, I'm, I'm a bigger girl and I really like my boobs. So all my, a lot of my cosplays accentuate the boobs. I don't like, I don't like my upper arms, so I don't wear a lot of short sleeves. I wear a lot of long sleeves. Um... And she was just talking, just, just saying, you know, y- you have to have to craft it to your body. Don't necessarily give in to what the haters 
uh, are, are saying about you. Accentuate what you like, downplay what you don't, but just have fun with it. Right. Which is the whole idea of cosplay. Oh, yeah. You know, it doesn't need to be perfect. It just needs to be, you know, you. Yeah. And I, I got to say, there was a lot of really great cosplays uh, this year at Sabo. I didn't. I didn't know half of who they were. <laughs> no, same here. I didn't. I didn't catch half of them. But yeah, but there I, was. I did like. Um, there was a guy. I think there were actually two of them that that were in the um, um, uh, Attack on Titans. Oh yeah. Oh, and they had the gear. The, yeah, the they gear had the, on the, the side. Swords. And I'm like, oh my god, that is bulky, but it's so cool <laughs> that they actually had the gear. Most people I see dressed up in that Attack of Titans don't. They don't do the gear. They right. just, I've got the jacket. I look pretty. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, but the guys with the gear were just like, you know, it stands out. You know, they're walking around with their hands on the on the handles, you know, and if you know anything about the actual show, you know, these things fire out blades and then uh, lines. The, yeah, they kind of like re- use them to like repel and, and, and shoot kill. themselves and, and, and kill. Yeah, or yeah. Shoot, yeah. So, shoot themselves across great distances and yeah. kill the Titans. And it's sweet that these guys, now you can tell, you know, these were store-bought. You know, they they were very authentically done and you can see that they were plastic. So they weren't really real, real. But at the same time, the fact that they had so much detail in it, I'm just like, oh. Yeah, That's so cool. <laughs> so, yeah. I was very excited about that. And uh, what anything you guys see that uh, you want to talk about? I thought it was. I was just thinking about how interesting it was the contrast and seeing all the the weaponry out again. It was it was like a a pre con mm-hmm. time where you could see like <laughs> cosplay weaponry and stuff. That was really fun. And Greg said that he wasn't going to make any real big changes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yes, the, the annoyance of having a, a two floors of, you know, I just came up the escalator and had my bag searched, and now you're trying to search my bag again, um, was a little annoying. Um, but it's for a specific yeah. reason. I'm, wonder, yeah, I'm wondering how much it. that actually took up of, like, con, ex- con people's experience of, how long, how long do those bag checks really take? They like did. 30, 30 seconds. They did. You know, second. it was yeah. less than that. Uh, mm-hmm. To be honest, uh, every time that I opened up my bag, it was, you know, five, six seconds. I had one guy ask me to open up my little blue bag that was basically, you know, backup camera batteries and, and my lens. And that's it, you know. But outside of that, it wasn't that bad at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, big, big props to Monkey Paw and, uh, and their security team and, you know, the... Even um, uh, PD Phoenix PD just mm-hmm. for just helping us out with the with the security and just being being around o- around yeah. and okay with everything. To be um, honest, I didn't even see PD that much. Um, I did see I think Maricopa County uh, sheriffs wander through at least. Yeah, there once. were a few, yeah. but outside of that. I can't even like begin to say how amazing their attitudes were. I'm being a security guard. I'm used to seeing a lot of people just grumpy about doing their job or just tired of it. Mm-hmm. But it was nice to have like security guards joking around with you and being nice about it and being helpful, giving you tips on how to avoid having issues it's like getting your bag checked again. When the escalators were down, mm-hmm. you had to get your bag checked when you came off of elevators in case you were coming from your hotel room. And they even said, once the escalators are up and running, this will be less of a problem because we're not checking at the uh, the escalators. And being really nice about it and joking around, my purse is actually a backpack. And I went to... Um, 
they didn't know they were signaling that I had to get checked. So once they, he turned around and said, oh, sorry, yeah, you too, because he said, go through, go through, and then he saw the bag, and he actually said, nope, keep it there if you don't mind me opening it. And I was like, no, you're going to have to look through it anyway. And he did mm. it right on my back. So it was really nice to have them go the extra step and do the extra work yeah. and being positive <laughs> about it. It was nice. It, it went well. And I, to be honest, even downstairs watching the line, I don't think I had ever seen more than 30 people waiting. Um, to have their bag checked and as I said most of the time it didn't take more than 10-15 seconds for them to go you know I don't see anything in here that's dangerous go ahead and not that short of a line for that big of a con that's pretty yeah so, so would you awesome. say that common sense won out when it came to security oh, oh totally yeah. mm-hmm. I also think that had a lot to do with the fact that um, the focus points on how to get in yeah. mm-hmm. um, I mean there the main registration was where one table was so basically, you come in, you register, and you have to go by them to get to the escalator to go up. Yeah, you um, can't walk past them at all. And then uh, the other table was upstairs between the elevator and the escalator. So, you know, they catch the people that would sneak by through the other entrance and go up the elevator, but you still get caught at the second table. So in most cases, uh, the focus was there. I mean, mm-hmm. they, it's not like Phoenix Comic Con where you've got 17 billion different entry points and it's hard to, to focus everybody yeah oh i noticed that there is now a a, a very small budding chapter of uh, power ranger cosplayers is like an organized group yeah that had a table up I they saw had yeah. a, i saw that they it's had new, a rita right? they had a very good rita and then they had a yellow ninja ranger mm-hmm. and then i think it was was it another I, I saw like a like a there was another ranger and i can't remember what color he was and i want to say it was red yeah now, there, there, yeah there was a red ranger there was also a uh, special ops uh special ops black ranger Okay. That it like it, it was like his own creation. Okay, yeah. And okay. it was actually really, really well done. It was like literally like a like a military a military power ranger. I would be willing to put money if I could if I saw if I had seen him that he was probably cosplaying from the comic because that there is a that look there is a militarized uh, armored look that plays into the storyline mm-hmm. in, in the comic that's going be. on right now. There's a comic. There is a comic and it's very very good. Oh my goodness. Now, on that note, did you catch the full name? I saw Legendary, but what was the name of that? Group? Uh, I think it was uh, I think it was just uh, Legendary Arizona Power Rangers or something like that. I'm, I'm going to have to look back. I know it's about I did, right on the money. Yeah, I know. So I know. I, I know. I got so, some yeah. video of it, so I'm definitely going to have to take a look. And I don't and remember seeing the Power Ranger part. I remember seeing the Legendary, but maybe Rangers Legendary something Ranger. Yeah, it, it was. We'll have to look it up. Yeah, we'll look it up. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like. I've never known there to be an actual Power Ranger cosplay group out here in Arizona, so that was actually kind of kind of refreshing to see. Well, I presume that it was re-sparked um, yeah. from the movie, uh, and yeah, now well, everyone uh, wants to. Yeah, get and there's on. there's been a big push by Saban to kind of for a while now. There's been a push for the legacy merch. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Power Rangers community, so like they're read, they're doing new molds of new figures and Zords and things from the classic series, and they've, you know, and that's been going at least since t- 2010. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I I've been watching that community build and get more popular as the nostalgia for it go- grows and grows. So it was not super shocking to me to see that one is finally formed, but also great that one's finally formed and you know interesting that one's finally formed and that comic by the way that's by boom studios, boom studios who okay. puts out the uh, power ranger comic it's very boom. As, a, as a fan if you are a power ranger fan and you haven't read it then go ahead and pick it up because it's worth worth your time nice 
I, I will say this. I did have I, I did have one big thing about uh, about Con about Sabo, the vendor hall. I don't know why, but it actually seemed a little bit smaller this year. Like it, it, it wasn't very well. Um, I think that had to do with the lighting, and it also seemed like there was a, not a lot of variety in, in tables. I yeah, it, it was full, but there was a lot of the same mm-hmm. merch wise. Yeah, I didn't see a whole <coughs> lot of um, excuse me variety. I, I actually was, didn't see anything yeah. except for maybe one table that really drew me to it, and it was an artist table. One of the things that I'd always I, and I think now that I've been to a couple Sabos to say, one of the things I would like to see at Sabo more is more merch stuff, like figures and collectible stuff. Like there's a lot of stuff for clothes and a lot of stuff for cosplay, and it almost seems like that overwhelms it, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but it only ever seems like there's that w- there was that one middle section for like figures and stuff. Yeah. And I know that like the figure market, especially in the anime world is, world, is way more diverse than that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, and you're right. There was, uh, there definitely was a lot of interesting things with the with the merch, and I didn't see enough. Um, I, I mean, I did see some artists, uh, and I did see a lot of odds and ends merch, and and I I walked through the place going, you know, this is kind of cool. This is one of the first times that I've gone to a, a con, and I didn't see anything that screamed out that I needed to buy it. <laughs> um, but that's because I don't do anime. You know, yeah. right, I'm just right. dabbling, just starting to dabble in the anime, so I haven't gotten that addiction like everyone else does. Right. Um, I had a couple of friends that have uh, tables there, and they said that they were doing extremely well, and they were very happy. Um, uh, a friend of mine that's an Arizona brown coat, uh, she had a lot of interesting little crafts, um, and she was at Game On. And now she didn't do as well at Game On because Game On wasn't the uh, her stuff wasn't really focused to that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, hers was more kind of girlyish and stuff like that. So at this con, she did extremely well. You know, she right. like doubled her money or whatever. Um, and another friend of mine, Sarah, she brought uh, uh, she uh, does a lot of stuff in the Japanese culture. And which is really kind of interesting because virtually she was the only one there that was doing anything like that. It mm-hmm. wasn't anime. It wasn't. Uh, um, you it, know, it, com- it was. It was cultural versus right. pop and, cultural. And now she also ran uh, a couple of podcasts, which was really go- cool. Um, and I always mess up her last name, so I'm just going to say Sarah. <laughs> and she will she knows be, uh, who she is. Yeah, and she will be a guest on our show. Um, we've already started talking about it. Nice. Um, but she ran a panel, when, which was kind of interesting. Um, it was basically um, 10 ways not to insult Japanese. And that's not word for word, um, but that's the, the, the aura of the, her show. Her, her panel was when you go to Japan, you know, these are 10 things you should never do. Because mm-hmm. you're basically insulting them. And, you know, as before, I didn't realize... I knew they had a thing with shoes. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really knew they had that much when yeah. it comes to shoes. I mean, physically, in Japan, your feet should always either have your shoes on or be on the floor. You know, you can actually offend people by... Uh, and, and my wife does this, so she's not going to Japan ever. Um, <laughs> uh, she, uh, you know tucks her feet up under her you know, butt when she sits mm-hmm. in a chair. And uh, that's not kosher. You can't do it that way. And when you're like in a restaurant, you can only sit certain ways mm-hmm. you know, and certain things. Anyway, it was a really kind of cool o- eye-opening panel. I really enjoyed it. So um, 
But in any case, I, I saw. I would like to see a little bit more of that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, a little mm-hmm. bit more of the Japanese traditional uh, inf- you know, stuff like that. But uh, you more know, the cultu- more culturally centric things. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I think that would be a, a nice thing to have too, because I know a lot of people are are coming to Sabo because because of anime, but mm-hmm. a lot of them actually want to get into the actual Japanese culture. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be that would actually be a really good introduction. Like they could have like a a couple different like a, a series of um, panels where it's just just cultural things, not necessarily anime, but they because I've been to one. Yeah, it wouldn't have to be limited yeah. to just only like Japanese anime or anything. Yeah, could be all aspects of Japanese culture. There could be like a how to start cooking Japanese one hundred and one. And that's know, actually what she did. She had like a that. lot of these little uh, Japanese food tins. And I, I can't tell you what the, the names are, and I'm, I'm, I'm terrible at international culture, so I'm not going to be a world, world, world traveler. I'll be the idiot that's going to get myself shot. <laughs> anyway, uh, but it, she was showing all these different little tins, and you, she goes, yeah, you put your meats down here, your rice to here. and then you I think it's called a bento box. Crap. You know, he's got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. But uh, um, she's done. She was doing well. Uh, yeah, that that would actually be pretty good. So it, you know, if if you guys want to get a little bit more into the the Japanese culture and, and or you know about the Japanese culture, reach out to Monkey Paw. See if uh, see if you guys can create a, a good panel, uh, just about the culture itself. There's another uh, thing that I didn't see were viewing rooms for different shows or bringing in different shows that maybe we haven't seen over here. I'm used to. Oh, yeah. That would be kind mm-hmm. of a nice. Well, they did have a, what, at the movies thing. I didn't check it out. Oh. But well, the, I think the at the movies thing was all clogged up with how much everyone's hated the Death Note movie on Netflix. Oh, okay. oh. Yeah. <laughs> I have, I, I am not a Death Note fan. I am not familiar with the anime, but I know that that movie on Netflix has been thrown a lot of shade. <laughs> yeah. Really? But you're right. I, I haven't would, seen it. It would yeah. be kind of a nice thing to have, right. uh, you know, like viewing know, ten, uh, like a ten minute clip or or, or one episode right. or something along that lines where you have one room that shows this is one episode of this new show or this one episode of this show or mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and because it would be a good way for someone to dabble you know going I you know I'm not so sure you know I I like the Attack on Titans but you know, I really wish I could see an episode in English uh, <laughs> right because uh, I ended up with like the first season I watched uh, was dubbed mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then the second season I tried to watch I'm like I I I can't even the it. reason why I bring it up is because even Dragon Con had anime viewing rooms yeah but mm. I had I'm, in Atlanta we have two different anime cons we have Momocon and Ewa and Momocon's about when I started going was about the same size as Sabo and they had viewing rooms so I'm oddly but enough that would be a good way for them to get sponsorship too yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah Either Fundimation or invite Fundimation in. And um, actually, a lot of their voiceover actors were there, too. Yeah. So. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. So that's n- interesting. Maybe they just have to do one more reach out to get it. All right, Greg. I guess you're going to have to start reaching out. Sorry, Greg. <laughs> you but a, again, you need a viewing room. I'm, u- I'm used to bigger cons, and he's not wanting to do much bigger. So. Well, no, it's it's comfortable con. It's, uh-huh. you know, it's, mm-hmm. nice. it's nice to know that you can wander around and you can run into the same people, but at the mm-hmm. same time, um, uh, you you can see people that are um, 
passionate and you know i i like kind of wandering around and seeing the same person you know this day this day this day mm-hmm. this day and there are some cons that you know they get a little bit bigger than that and going you'll never I, run you into can't the i never ran twice. into the person yeah. i knew that they were there but i never saw them well right. it's like yeah. it's like phoenix comic-con this year I, uh, uh jess and i we ran into nicole and kiba right uh we ran into them i think the second day of the con mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I did not see them at all the rest of the time. Well, there were several people that I found that, uh, for example, um, and and this is somebody else who I'd like to get on our show one of these days, uh, Crash Cosplay. Mm-hmm. Um, I love some of the work that she does. Her pirate stuff, her Assassin's uh, Creed stuff is really cool. Uh, she does a lot of good Pokemon stuff. She was there all weekend. Yep. Never saw her. <laughs> I'm like, I I see. I'll get home and I'll go in. I'm flipping through Instagram and I'm going. There she is with Nicole and Kiva. There she is with. <laughs> How did I not see you know, them? I, when I, they're there. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to trying to run into one of my uh, one of my cosplay friends. Who this this was actually the first time she was at. Uh, she actually ever went to Sabo. She never even knew about it. I actually introduced her to Sabo, Ooh. and I didn't even run into her at all. Like I, like we were actually trying to meet <laughs> up, and we're like we we couldn't we couldn't find each other. That's yes. impressive. Yeah. So what kind of panels did you go to? I I, so I went more other than the one you already mentioned. Yeah, <laughs> I went mostly Q and A's. Um, <laughs> I wanted to find out more about the actual cosplayer, the actress, um, get photos of them, and uh, and just kind of find out more what's what the deal was with them. Um, I did a couple. I did Sarah's panel, as I said, the the, the Japanese one. Um, I did, uh, as I said, uh, I, I I have a new. Um, um, fascination with a cosplay person. Oh um, dear. <laughs> yeah. Is, fascination is, is it, is or it stalker? It, it is for me. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh my. <laughs> um, but uh, she was uh, extremely nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's extremely gorgeous. And I always mess up her first name um, because she's not from around here. <laughs> oh, she's the one from uh, uh, Hungary. H- Hungary. Yes. Oh my gosh. Ooh. She was so cool. She was so cool. Yeah. And she brought a friend of hers that actually was also a cosplayer back over there in Hungary and they were talking about um, how she first got into it and stuff like that and her friend was like you know she, she was she was blaming her friend and she's like she's more famous than I am over there and she's like no <laughs> <laughs> not even close but it was really entertaining and then there was a panel where her and uh, Kay cosplay mm-hmm. uh, got together and it was ecstatic they were they were hilarious they got to there was a really good connection so uh, those are the kind of ones that I really like to get, where you put two people that have never communicated before together, and <laughs> it just kind of flows, and they just kind of get going, and it yeah. was really sweet. <laughs> and I, um, I saw, actually saw somebody that we interviewed. Oh. Yeah, this was actually kind of cool. This is kind of a last-minute uh, update to the guest registry for Sabaton. Last uh, minute, last minute, last minute. I'm thinking. Yeah, D-Pity. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> D-Pity. D if you don't know who D-Pity is, uh, YouTuber. YouTuber, so, definitely. So, somewhat famous. He dresses up as Deadpool and various other characters and goes around and messes with people and people during the cons and videotapes it. Oh, God, yes, did he ever. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And he actually just released the uh, the video uh, yesterday. 
Oh, I just saw it today. Oh, I yeah. thought, yeah, I thought and it was I, today. I thought it was today because I just totally linked fast. it and I just started linking it. As soon yeah, as yeah, I, 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 got the, I got the notification that he released it yesterday, but yeah. I didn't get to watch it until early this morning. Oh. It was hilarious. Yeah. Definitely hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, we did get an interview with him and we'll go ahead and play it here uh, during, our, during our break. Yeah, shortly, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that way uh, you guys can hear it. And if you don't know who Diddy, Diddy Pity is... Diddy Pity. Diddy Pity. Definitely look him up on, on YouTube. He's hysterical. Uh, a lot of his stuff is literally just messing with people in character. Even, mm-hmm. like the, even the, uh, the other cosplayers are oh. in character. Um, and he also loves playing around with with kids that are in costume, mm-hmm. and he always gets the crap beat out of him, Absolutely. like with the swords <laughs> and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And you also get to see quote uh, uh, one of our other friends, Kiba. Yeah, you get um, to see Kiba in, in the video too. So that's mm-hmm. always cool. So yeah, we'll go ahead and uh, take a short break, and we'll be back uh, after the interviews and the commercials. All right, Jared here with Con Air Radio, and we are actually in Phoenix, Arizona. We got uh, uh, Saboton Con going on this weekend. It's actually going pretty cool, and uh, we got a very special guest. Uh, we actually found this guy. He does these YouTube videos. Uh, I'm, I subscribed to him a couple years ago, uh, but he goes by the name of D. Pity. How you doing, D. Pity? Hey, I'm doing good, man. How about yourself? Doing pretty good. Uh, so you do the uh, the YouTube videos. Uh, how many subscribers do you have you pulled up? Um, I am hovering between 700 to 750,000 subscribers. That is awesome. Um, so like what, what kind of got you started with uh, putting up videos as, uh, as your Deadpool character? Um, I, it kind of happened um, by accident. So um, I've, uh, I've been a f- I was a fan of Deadpool ever since uh, Cable and Deadpool during the uh, Marvel Civil War, if you read comics. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I've always wanted to cosplay Deadpool. I've been cosplaying since like 2004, mostly anime characters and stuff. And uh, I started I started getting into Marvel Comics again, and I really liked uh, Deadpool. And um, I mean, I wasn't the best uh, seamstress, seamster. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I was I wasn't good at sewing things or whatever. So um, it took me a while to finally find a, a Deadpool costume that they sold online. So I bought that. And um, just in time for the new Marvel vs. Capcom 3 game, um, and I'm like, this would be cool. So um, I, uh, I wore Deadpool at uh, several conventions one year, and um, people were recording me doing like silly things and some shenanigans and stuff, and that went on YouTube before I even made videos. Mm-hmm. And I saw the comments, they're like, oh man, who's this, who's this Deadpool cosplayer? He's funny, blah, blah. And after, a, after like maybe six conventions and a whole year of we're just wearing Deadpool costumes, uh, the Deadpool costume, um, I wanted to retire it, and my friends like, dude, you should like just do, like one more, one more con as Deadpool, but like, record your own video, and I'm like, okay, sure. So I came up with a couple of ideas. We it was at Fanime in San Jose, California, and um, yeah, I shot a video um, there. It was it's similar to the style that I do now. It's it's basically a montage of me messing with people and dancing with people, and um, somehow that got viral. It's like semi-viral mm-hmm. um, on Reddit. And so I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like people actually like this stuff. You know what? I'll, I'll do another one, and I'll do another one. And it it just it so happened to, it, um, it, my my channel blew up. My original channel. I, I had this is my the channel that I have now is my second actually. Mm-hmm. So I had an original channel that blew up after I did a Deadpool versus Gangnam Style. And Psy was a, the Gangnam yeah. Style thing was a big thing. It got 56 million views in a month. And, um, and then I got contacted by a, a YouTube network and they wanted to sign me on and I'm like, sure, but they're like, okay, you need to make a new YouTube channel because this channel, it was actually a collaborative 
thing with me and my friends for his blog. Yeah. And if I needed like a separate identity, it was like a business thing. If I needed a separate identity, then I had to make a new channel. My friends were like, you know what, go ahead, do, do your thing. And so I finally made my new channel. I lost 56 million um, views from my original channel, right. but I mean, it's, it's, it's been uh, pretty fruitful. So that's, nice. yeah. So it was, it was all an accident. I didn't even like plan to do this. But it's, you know, it just so happened to just just just, yeah. just like any with any good YouTube video, it just it, it just hits, and then everybody's just wanting wanting more and more. Yeah. So. Yeah. So what what would you say is it was the the defining moment that you knew you had something going? Um, I, I mean, I, I want to say like the Gundam Saw thing kind of like got me to have to have like a mass audience see my videos but I didn't really know who I was mm -hmm. I don't I don't think you know I don't I, I don't think that was a defining moment it was just kind of like because people steal they take my videos from YouTube re-upload it on Facebook yeah uh, re-upload certain clips on Instagram and people like haha everyone thinks they're just a bunch of different Deadpools going to a bunch of like from different cons and stuff but it's all me you know mm -hmm. like um I mean there's some there's some clips that I've, I've seen or some Deadpools uh, do some uh some pretty funny gags and some some stuff they do like in their, in their room or whatever it is but like 90 i would say 99 percent of all like the animated gifts or the things that you see that that's a, a deadpool at a convention messing with other cosplayers is me yeah and i don't really get I, they don't credit me or anything so i don't know if there was a defining moment it was kind of like more of how it, it just slowly just starts spreading around because mm -hmm. i don't like putting everyone's telling me to put watermarks in my videos or like you know, um, add something so they know it's you, or like some some like URL on the bottom, and I feel like that just ruins the video. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm trying my best to like to take these some of these videos down, or like just like please can you like at least redirect them to my YouTube channel, so at least you know maybe I can get a subscriber or something. So I don't think that was a defining moment. I think it was just more of like it just slowly people started taking notice to these videos online, and they just. They just take them. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so what, what would you say, I mean, so far, because you, you've been doing this how many years? Mm, since 2012. So it's 2012, uh, okay. It's so October, next, next month is like my five-year nice. thing. Yeah. So what would you say so far would be your, your favorite moment that, that maybe did or didn't even make it into a video? My, f um, my favorite moment, I have, I have several. It's, one, it's whenever... I, I meet because I, did, I didn't expect this to like take me anywhere to meet some of the, the icons that I looked up to or whatever and so some, some, of, the, some of the stuff is like whenever I get to meet um, I met Rob Liefeld I, I met like Stan Lee I met some I met the creative team for the Deadpool game I met Ryan Reynolds mm -hmm. you know I met like the like Tim Miller like the director of the Deadpool movie I met a whole bunch of people who were involved with like the, like with Deadpool being a, a huge presence in, in, right. in entertainment, you know, movies, games, or whatever. So just meeting these people and just having them know who I am, like, yeah, hey, we've seen your stuff, we love your stuff. That's like the best, the best feeling. Like, I mean, it's it's great when like fans and like um, people who who enjoy my work say that throughout the con, but it, it just means so much more when it's someone I look up to, who's seen my stuff. Like, yeah, that's great, you know. So, and um, I actually had I've had Stanley in one of my videos. I've had mm -hmm. um, uh, Rob Liefeld in several of my videos, you know. So I mean. Um, but yeah, most of the stuff is off camera. Mm -hmm. It's like when I get to meet them out of costume, I get to introduce myself, and that's that's like the best part. Right. So uh, I know you do you do a lot of other costumes as well. I've seen I've seen your your Snorlax, which yeah. I, I know uh, Kiba, the cosplaying corgi, just absolutely <laughs> loves that. Oh yeah, she uh, he uh, he. Um, 
he, he took some time uh, chewing on the foot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, he left I, his mark. I remember seeing that. Actually, uh, we had uh, uh, we talked to Nicole and Kiba mm. uh, last year during Game On Expo. And, okay. Um, and that's actually one of the moments that, that even she was like, that was just hysterical. Yeah. J- just, just he loves that. We're best friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but w- w- uh, other than Deadpool, what, what's your what's your favorite costume? Mm, my favorite costume. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Skeletor. Skeletor. And I, did, I mean, it was a little before my time. My dad used to watch Skeletor and stuff. Um, I just like how, I don't know if this is even a word, like how memeable he yeah. is. He's such a, like, Skeletor, even he, man, but more so Skeletor. Skeletor is such a meme. And, like, when you, when, when I dress up as, like, Skeletor or, like, even a, even a character like the Colossal Titan from mm-hmm. Attack on Titan, I don't really embody what they how they uh, how they are in the, in the in the show. I kind of just embody their meme personality. Yeah. You know, and that's that's great. Because I mean, when I'm Deadpool, when I'm Kakashi, I'm kind of more like that character, or Snorlax even. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, I, 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 I wobble around, I just mess around with block doors and stuff. But like taking a, like a serious character like Skeletor or, a t- or, or the Titan and just being super just just silly is I, I think is, is is hilarious for me and I just I don't know I just I just like going around going meh to people it's just great that's 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 pretty awesome well um and is this your your I know this isn't your first time to Arizona I've been to Arizona yeah. a couple times um I've been uh, a Sabo before this mm-hmm. I think it's 2014 um but yeah, I, th- I think I've been here maybe four or five times for several different cons have, have you yeah. been out here for for Phoenix Comic Con I've been to Phoenix Comic Con once uh I just uh, my friend was like hey I want to be like I asked him what he was doing I wanted to actually just go have like dinner or something like hey dude you mm-hmm. want to go like drop something catch up and like I'm going to drive to Phoenix like in a couple minutes do you want to go I'm like yeah sure just <laughs> let me pack real quick and go like you gonna pick me up right now like yeah I'll be there in 30 minutes I packed I just went with him Nice. And I, I was at Phoenix Comic Con. I was I was lucky enough to, to know somebody who to, to get me a badge, just for a day. Um, mm-hmm. I was it was more like I just I just hung out at uh, at Fe- around Phoenix. Mm-hmm. But then one day I decided to go to the con just to you know shoot a video. Why not? Just just see some friends and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. I've, I've, so those are the conventions I've been to and uh, comic uh, comic media expo, but nice. which was a smaller one a couple years ago. Yeah. Nice. Well, thank you again for coming out yeah, and for giving us an opportunity to uh, to have a quick chat with you. And I mean, I, I know I said this to you before. I mean, I, I love your videos. They're they're fun. They're entertaining. Thank and I, I know people who I've I've sent them to, and they're like, you know, if ever they need their day brightened, I just like here, watch this. And I just send them like, hey, you know, De- Deadpool at uh, at uh, at San Diego Comic Con or something just yeah. random. And they're like, where has this been all my life? <laughs> but yeah, but thank you again, and uh, hopefully it. hopefully we'll see you around uh, around Phoenix again. Yeah, hopefully I get to come by Sabo or like any other con, and I uh, hope to see you guys. All right, yeah, cool. Sure. All right, well, we're gonna go ahead and uh, and take that uh, take that for what it is, and we'll go ahead and uh, see you guys later. Clever Art Studios has 15 years of experience with clients like NASA, the Arizona State Museum, Discovery Channel, Science Channel, and the National Geographic Television. She has skills in animation and illustration. You can find her at Facebook and LinkedIn. And she has her own website, www.cleverartstudio.com. Simply Irresistible. 
Hey everybody, Ed Vanderly here, the host of 1980-something. Do you love the 80s? Did you live through the 80s? Do you miss the 80s? Every week we celebrate the decade of decadence right here on Star Worldwide Network with 1980-something. We take you back in time. We talk about music, movies, TV, fashion, the games, whatever comes to mind. So join me here each week on 1980-something on Star Worldwide Networks. That's the fact, Jack! That's the fact, Jack! You're listening to Star Worldwide Networks, where you can host your own radio show. If you're looking for a way to get out your message, welcome to the future. Dave Pratt's Star Worldwide Networks offers you the opportunity to use our state-of-the-art studio to create your very own radio show. Our experienced and helpful production staff will help you every step of the way. Our free mobile app allows your listeners to take your show with them and play it live or on demand. Even if you're not in Arizona, we've got you covered with Skype technology so you can broadcast from anywhere in the world. Whether you're in it to grow your business, make a statement, deliver a message, or just have fun hosting your own show, Star Worldwide Networks can make it happen. Star Worldwide Networks, where you are the star. For more information, just visit us at StarWorldWideNetworks.com. All right, we are back uh, for our second half of the show. And, of course, we're still talking uh, Sabotan Khan. Absolutely. Sabotan. I cannot get enough of this. Yeah. Um, so, so many Japanese cactuses. Yeah. <laughs> I did like the cactus. The cactus was cool. Yeah. The, the actual the one that was wandering around or just the art? No, <laughs> Wait, the, I the missed one that. On, the one on my press badge. <laughs> oh, they, okay, so the artwork was kind of cool, but there was actually a cactus wandering around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, d- I only saw it in a photo, but I saw that, and I'm like... I, I, well, that's I, cool. I passed by it a couple of times, and yeah, I got I got stuck a few times. Was yeah, it the official it. cactus? Yeah. Oh wait, oh, right where, so what, there's an official what? cactus? It, it, it was it was the official <laughs> the official cactus. Where did this official cactus touch you? Um, you do I have to beat up this official cactus? You you, you, you might have to. Have you okay, ever been so right. mad? You swing a cactus. <laughs> so um, I know, Jess. We went to. Uh, to a panel or two. Yes, we did. Jared fell live. Yeah, I know, I am. Oh, oh. Hmm. Yeah, hi, I'm, I'm, I'm live right now. Just, yeah. just because. Just because. So I went to a wig uh, panel. It was supposed to be tips on W-I-G. I'm sorry, that just sounds <laughs> funny. Went to a wig panel. <laughs> we were questioning a wig for a half hour and didn't get many answers yeah. out of it. No, no, it was really, yeah. Anyway... <laughs> It was supposed to be about tips and tricks on how to actually order quality wigs on the interwebs, which I was like, totally need it. Mm -hmm. And it became a tips and tricks on how to order wigs on the interwebs, which totally still needed it. Awesome. (laughs) And also how to care for your wig, which I needed as well. It was pretty awesome. I learned a load and it helped me um, actually figure out how to order from even Amazon and eBay, because that's all my friends are like, Amazon, eBay. I'm like, but how does get good wig yeah. that way? Well, I got... I, how oh. does get good wig that way? Ooh, how does good get wig? Get good wig. Say that three <laughs> times <laughs> too fast. <laughs> no, because apparently I can't say, say it, it once. the first time. What were, I, yeah, what were some of those tips? So one of those great tips was that actually look at the seller, and if the seller is only selling that wig that's a big red flag. If that's the only wig, like if they have other cosplay stuff, that's not so big, but if it's the only wig in their whole store, it's the only merch in their whole yeah. store. Um, one of the things I did, because I just put my next cosplay wig in my um, eBay cart, <laughs> was that you want to read 
the negative comments, make sure that the negative comments about the wigs are something you can live with. So I had two sellers selling the same exact wig, and one of them had really bad reviews on shipping. And even in their statement, they're like, don't blame us for the shipping. Don't leave a negative review about shipping. But half of the negative reviews was, I didn't get my product at all. And I was oh, like, wow. okay, I'll go with the people that are saying that other wigs weren't that nice over mm -hmm. this one seller who's selling the same exact thing that I might not get it for $2 less. Fair enough. And so another so I'm just th thing, how this could translate over to like other merchandising. Oh, yeah. And another thing I learned was General um, shopping rule. Yeah. Uh, lace in the wig in, on the inside and actually getting to see the inside of the wig when they flip it inside out for you and take those pictures and post those online are good too. So I was really pleased that I know those tips now and can actually purchase a half decent wig. I, Smarter choices. I, yeah. actually, I actually learned a new word. What's that? Whiff. Oh yeah, the whiffs. I was yeah. wondering, uh, I knew what those were and I knew I've seen the word online, but to actually like hear it spoken out loud and then how to use them was yeah, really cool. Like, like what it actually is. And, I've yeah. heard the word a long time ago. Did you get a whiff of that? Uh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, and I kind of learned a little bit because I, I want to get a little bit more into like the wigs and whatnot. Like, right. Like how to, I well, mean, because you well, didn't explain what a whiff was yet. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, my bad. So, so a whiff <laughs> uh, is uh, pretty much a strand that the hair is actually attached to that's attached to the actual wig. Okay. And so like a, um, like a piece of weave would be a whiff, mm -hmm. essentially. Got it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> But yeah, it's it it's kind of kind of nice because there's a couple of wigs that I want to get, but I was kind of hesitant on doing it, just because it's, you know, it, w without being able to to feel it, see it, and you know, actually mm -hmm. actually try it on, ordering it online is kind of scary for some people. Right. And my and my thought about that, for example, like, how do I put it? People with uh, uh, shorter hair mm -hmm. probably don't have as much of the issue, but I I have a lot of long hair. Yeah, and your hair's thick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how would those wigs uh, affect us? Because I mean, wouldn't that be? I don't know. That's like putting an afro on an it afro. Yeah, <laughs> it, it it could make it bulky in in, in some places. Because even with um with my fear wig uh, that I did for or not fear my anger wig that I did for Comic Con, there was a big bulge in the back just because my hair was back there. Oh, see, I can teach you guys how to deal with that. Well, they, and that's I, more of a stock. styling that's yours. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even that. Um, a better way to handle that is to French braid your hair and then tuck it under. <laughs> Especially if you have a wig where it goes down past your neck a little bit. Like if it goes onto your neck a little longer in the back, that will hide the tuck under. Or if it doesn't and it's straight up like at your hairline, then you would tuck the braid up and pin it. It would be a sh ton of bobby pins, but I mean, I have thought about it. I, yeah. I, I do like the idea of like putting, you know, putting a wig on and putting mm -hmm. some other kind of stuff on. I don't cosplay, mm -hmm. so you know, if I ever do this, we're going to be talking about limited type of cosplay. It'll right. be like me in a western wear or a space mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. space cowboy or a cowboy <laughs> or yeah, something really. One of my major cosplay, cosplay peeves is seeing somebody's natural hair 
coming out of a wig. Of it's, yeah. uh, and I feel so crappy every time I uh, judge somebody's cosplay about it. And I'm, I'm a terrible judgmental person. I'm aware of this and I stop myself when I think about it. And so when I see like black hair coming out of a pink wig, I'm like, mm. wig Get it cap, together. wig cap. Get it together. Walk yeah. up there, you grab it and you just cut it off with a pair of scissors. No, that I would wouldn't. prove your point. <laughs> I'm not that mean. <laughs> it's all in my head. And uh, I, I mean, yeah. I can definitely see, I, I, what I do to help combat that and with anybody who actually opens their mouth and is a terrible person, what you do is when you see those things that just irk you, look at the other part of the cosplay. You're going to find something you like or something positive about the person or just think how awesome that person is for actually going out there and doing it. So what she's saying is she actually wigs out on this issue. (laughs) She she wigs out (laughs) about wigs. Remember we were just saying twitch. Yeah, I get a little twitch in my eye every time I see the natural hair. I'm like, <laughs> it's okay to have judgments. Yeah, uh, not, know, it's not like you're saying it to that person. No, I, I, know, I would never. We all have those internal judgments. Yeah, like yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Now, since we're on that topic of judgment, you said you saw something that you were kind of judging a little judging bit. Judging a little bit, and you were at the oh, skit. the skit, yes, Judgy McJudgers, the, the skit. Let's hear your judgering now. Of course, take everything with a grain of salt. This is all of individual people's uh, heads around. The, the biggest takeaway from the skit competition for the little bit of it that I attended was that perhaps, perhaps there needs to be a little more vetting on the <laughs> skit choices because it looked like there was a lot of weird, didn't even rehearse, or if we did, we did it 15 minutes ago. And... At any sort of skit competition, I feel like you, the need better one, you need to practice. They need to be rehearsed. They need to be tight. Um, and that's and when you don't have that, it's kind of like a mark of quality. So yeah. if you have stuff that doesn't have the high kind of production to it, it, it's sending a message that hey, we're not a you know maybe the biggest venue to be having cool stuff at. So well, is it a competition? Because if it's it just if it's not a competition, I can understand them saying uh, giving the stage to anybody. But if it is a competition, then maybe they can I'm do going the to layer. Assume that it was because the lights were down, so <laughs> <laughs> so there was some <laughs> emphasis on what was going on, and I would assume that they would have awarded. Because the lines something. for it were humongous, and like I saw right. people practicing outside and inside and everywhere. Well, and yeah. that may have been maybe that's part of the situation that they need to do is they turn around and say, "Okay, we're going to come with this with a limited amount of people." Like the cringe uh, was real. <laughs> cringe well, I had a part. I'm not going to lie. Okay, I'll just I'll just cop to it. I had to leave because I was so embarrassed at what I was watching. Now, on uh, that same note, you are a, a film critic, right. so yeah, you have a tendency to look at. A lot of the fine details. Yeah. There's some of these people are just doing this because, hey, I want to have fun. I so. and I get that, and that's and that fine. Might, that's <laughs> probably another layer in why I feel judgy is because I've been on stage, I've acted, and I've had to make a costume for stage performance. So I'm, I've been on stage performance too. Yeah, well, I've that's run what I'm saying is that we're <laughs> all of us here yeah. sitting here are m- aware of how to perform in front of an audience. Some of these people, <laughs> not me. Okay, other than <laughs> our task, which, which is why it's up to the people running the skit show that they need to make sure that they're 
getting people who know what they're doing, basically. Unless this is just open for <laughs> everyone. And no, I agree. I can't go to those type of things because of, again, I'm yeah. a judgmental, evil person. It'd be an interesting if you would have called it a talent contest that is anime-related. It it has it feels like that when you're in there though uh, like it feels that is, yeah, just, that is true. It, that's just what it feels like uh. <laughs> if that's what it feels like then maybe that's just our high school way of thinking yeah and so we don't we don't know further investigation is necessary <laughs> to I'm be able to fully <laughs> judge this correctly I'm better than little Johnny <laughs> it's not even an I'm better it's just a wow <laughs> just a surprise yeah. to quality not what you were expecting yes okay. but at the same time uh, a lot of heart though gotta give it though I'll, I'll say there's a lot of heart in it you, mm. you gotta think okay. that some of these people just to get up on stage you won't see me ever do this kind of stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I, this is not something that i will ever do so you know and, and if some of these people have the balls to do it then i give them kudos <laughs> Because to, to be honest, they could hand me a mic and I would say, I'm going to be the guy behind the curtain. I'm just going <laughs> to hide and find something who's, somebody who's extremely hot to, make, to do the voice work. <laughs> you just stand up there. I will talk behind the curtain because that's about it. Ain't going to go there. Oh, <laughs> adorable. And, and I know you saw a couple of the uh, couple of the concerts, too. That I just loved it. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I saw two of the concerts. Um, and I hate to downga- downgrade... Uh, Johnny uh, had a Bosch had his concert, and I liked what I had heard in his some of his music before. What kind of music is it? it it's rockish. Okay, it's but definitely rock. Um, uh, but uh, they were also missing um, their bass player. So technically, their drummer was their bass player also. Oh, no. To be honest, I I, I was kind of, uh, okay, this is kind of looking skittish. Um, He kept reaching off to the side, so I I presume that he had some kind of... See, I wouldn't have been able to watch that because I would have felt so bad for Johnny Bosch that his bass player didn't show. (laughs) (laughs) And see, see, you also have to understand, uh, this was physically the last time their band was getting together. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, so, I thought like you didn't get together then. So the opportunity. Well, no, I think there was an opportunity. And now this is from my my perception of this, and from what I was listening to, um, there was an opportunity for the the player, the bass player, to do something else or be somewhere else that probably meant some money uh, or more money. I don't know. Um, but all I know is that this was pretty much the last show that they were going to be doing. Um, and so they were going to be going their separate ways. So when the, the bassist had a choice, I guess Johnny just said, well, we can see what we can do. And I'm Good on him for getting it done. And, and mm-hmm. they did it. They did a reasonably good job. There were a couple little, mm, oops, that was not what I was supposed to do. Um, but that happens a lot when it's a band in the States. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, for example, the, the second band, uh, and I screw this up every time, too, Kiza, uh, Kiza, I can I can never pronounce her first name. <laughs> anyway, um, and I do like her rock sound, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, but uh, from my understanding, she's actually learning how to play the bass. Yeah, because uh, they actually had an additional member, and then that member's no longer with them, and then now she's actually learning how to play the bass. And I've always thought it was a challenge when you were the lead singer and mm-hmm. playing an instrument that mm-hmm. you have to stay focused on. Mm-hmm. So I give her kudos. I, I, um, can, I can only do that in rock band video game. That's the only way I can do that. <laughs> yeah. no. Me too. I can pound on a guitar. Bah! 
<laughs> yeah. I wish you had that live. <laughs> that would have been an that, interesting that, that photo. That would have been yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But uh, yeah, so uh, the concerts were definitely entertaining. I didn't catch them all, um, which is something that I really do want to kind of try to touch base on a little bit more often on other cons mm -hmm. that have music. Uh, we, w uh, we will definitely want to get out there and, and mm -hmm. uh, touch more base on yeah. that. We so. did go to a different one panel. We sat in on Nicole's from uh, Corgi Cosplays. Nicole Kippa. Yeah. I love you. I love you, dogs. Next time you have to clear house, <laughs> call me. Mm -hmm. um, it was on Paranormal Experiences. Uh, both her and her co-host, who I did not catch his name, um, had some very interesting experiences. I professionally clear houses which is like, you know, when you, you use the sage to mm. clear yep. a house. Well, I, I know more techniques than that, but that's the best one that everyone knows. But I do that professionally, and they were describing doing it once and then describing doing it again. And I was like, oh, you had something big in there. Call me. <laughs> so if that comes back, uh, call me. Yeah. Also, I would like you to call me, and we could be friends. <laughs> I need more friends. <laughs> Is it, is it that you want to be friends or you just want to pet the dog? I think I can pet the dogs at any time I want. I also have a giant adorable corgi at home, but yes, a little bit of both. I didn't know you had a corgi. Well, she's a corgi pit mix. Oh, okay. I've showed you pictures of her when you were a little like, I don't believe that that's physically yeah. possible. And then oh, you're like, right. oh my God, she is a corgi pit mix. It's a great right. Dane with a corgi face. Oh, <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And corgi coloring. Which reminds me, did you ever check out that uh, show I was talking about, Midnight Texas? I didn't. Yeah, you got to check that out because she does a lot of that. You see her uh, doing the sage and trying to clear houses. Oh, right. Like yeah, that. I remember mm -hmm. talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. You should check it out. Probably. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think that that's that's pretty much it for, for Sabo. I mean, there was a lot that we talked about. Um, but why don't we talk, talk about a little bit of uh, other stuff that we got going on? Everybody stares at Cameron. Well, <laughs> first first of all, let me cover a couple quick things. Okay. Uh, we are going to be doing FanFest this year. Mm -hmm. uh, FanFest is, is doing guests, which what there what? was some confusion uh, earlier in the season that, that they weren't going to be doing guests. Thrill Halloween got canceled, so we're not going to be doing that one this Wait, year. That, that got canceled? <laughs> it is gone. <gasps> canceled. Oh. Uh, well, I know when I say it's canceled, uh, as far as I know, it just means they're not doing it this year. Right. Um, but that, from oh, the I understanding is that. is that they were actually saying that they couldn't devote the um, resources and attention to it that they wanted to. Oh, so okay. they decided not to do it that way. Now, there was an email that was sent out. Uh, so I don't check email there. anymore. Ah. Uh, but FanFest is definitely going on. They've already announced several uh, voice actors, which are actually mm -hmm. being on it, which I was actually surprised because I didn't from, expect uh, that. Yeah, uh, a couple Steve of the main voice actors from Steven Universe. Steven Universe. When is that FanFest? Uh, November 1st. Yeah, shit. First is... <laughs> Uh, no, oh, it may be the 11th and 12th. I think it's November 11th and 12th. Yeah, mm -hmm. so, something around there. Let me let me pull up a calendar here. Calendar. Ooh. Hmm. Now oh. I have to order another wig. Dang. <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, it, they are starting to order. Uh, fourth and fifth. Fourth, no, fourth no, and fifth? November 4th and 5th. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> it, it's, from what I remember, it's the first weekend of November. How many Guy Fox masks do you think you'll see? A lot. Right. No, not a clue. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, you know why? Because I had no clue in the first place. No, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no the fifth. Pretty much fifth remember, of remember the fifth of November, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I hate that shit, and I remember it. 
but yeah, so yeah, Fan Fest. I know they, they got actually one of my favorite, uh, or somebody who was in one of my favorite movies. Well, the, I, I know the two actors that they've uh, announced. One is from one of my favorite shows, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. Uh, she played the evil android. So I, I definitely want to check her out. And then, of course, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, Mr. Um, Gibbs. Mr. Gibbs. <laughs> Mr. Gibbs is going to be Mr. there. Gibbs. So it's going to be cool. And also uh, Ernie Hudson, uh, yes, Winston Zedmore. Sorry. And Ghostbusters. And to be honest, I was a little bit, meh. He's been here a couple times recently. He, he so has. I'm kind of Hey, it's always okay for an original Ghostbusters and show. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose. They're uh, practically a Beatle at this point, all right? Exactly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, then. <geez. laughs> I don't have that album. Anyway. No. <laughs> But uh, yeah, the the fan fest is definitely coming. They're also they're announcing their guests. So, yes, we are going to go there. Um, I, we've already talked to Kristen. They've already said that we're going to be able to get our things. They did send out the email recently for the media passes, nice. which is one of the reasons why I sent out my notification earlier today. Um, we need to find a few things, um, but we will definitely be out there in attendance. Mm-hmm. I'm not staying this year, though. I'm going to uh. have to do the train again. <laughs> I don't have the money to stay anymore. <laughs> that, that was a fun experience on the train. Mm-hmm. So. Dude, you should hear the stories that I've got from that train ride this year. <laughs> well, it's, it, it's okay. It was Jess's first time on the on the light rail. Uh, seriously? With cat ears on. Yes. And a tail. Oh, that's nothing. Believe me, that's nothing. <laughs> I don't know. The amount of people who are staring at me and asking if Halloween came early. That's seriously not the weirdest thing I've ever seen on the light rail. I, I agree. I, mean, I I had yeah. to physically I had to physically maneuver my position from where I was sitting to come over and almost defend two ladies that were cosplaying because this drunk jackass of a moron was mm-hmm. giving them shit mm-hmm. uh, about cosplaying and this and that and hear all the crap. So I figured I'd get a little closer and give him a little more support. Eventually, he fucking got his ass off the uh, light rail. Not before picking a fight with another guy who was trying to get off the light rail at the same time. And that is not the worst of the yeah, stories no. that I have from that light rail that's trip this re- weekend. That's <laughs> another point of security in which I would like to talk about, but no. We'll that's that, that that's a different show. <laughs> yeah. But we do know that there are some movie talks coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's been some movie news lately, I'll tell you that. News. Let's hear it, man. Let's well, hear it's, it. it is coming out this weekend, and I'm super excited to see that. Wait, wait, what? wait, wait what's it. coming out? Wait, huh? it. Stephen King's It. Oh, oh that one. Yes. That It. No, not what, It. It. Who? Not what. No, no, it. no who. He's on third. Oh, I thought it was, oh, on, I thought okay. it, I thought it was on first. It was... No, Who, on who's on first? What's on second? I don't know. Who's on third? Oh shit! I always get that mixed. But it then where is, is it? Let's is, change this is roster. It, is <laughs> it at home? It. Wait, no. It is in theaters. It is. <laughs> you just said that. Well, we got that out of the way. So <laughs> that, that that was not planned, by the way. <laughs> God no. It just You're works. Welcome. It always works. Just like this show, it was not planned. That <laughs> <one>. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> anyway, so in, in my Ow. in yeah, my sorry. journey more into as I'm delving more into the horror genre in film because I didn't it's the later genres for me, for me in life. Uh, I'm very excited to see this. Um, it's wait, pro- I thought it was it, not this. Not this. Are we gonna? This is gonna go into another hour. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> I'm super excited to see the Stephen King It movie, and. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to make it through this. I'm no, sorry. seriously. <laughs> we're not. We're not. Um, apparently, it's getting killer reviews by the critics. So, like, yes. I think I, I saw a, 
a 96% on Mariatric or whatever that that particular service mm-hmm. is. So it did. It looks like it's <laughs> going to be okay. A I was not me. <laughs> that was not me. So sorry. And then uh, <laughs> other big news: Star Wars Nine lost its director. Ooh. Yes, so heard about that. And actually, creative right, differences. Right <laughs> after, right after the uh, Colin Trevorrow. Yeah, right after uh, Force mm-hmm. Friday coming out. Somebody called somebody else. Was day. Force Friday this weekend? Yeah, it was the yes. first. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it was not as. It big was a as busy was. weekend. We forgot a lot of things. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the Disney store had a special Star Wars thing going on, and they have still two big things in their windows that if you download their app, they do some sort of funkiness. So that's going on. Also, Build-A-Bear has Star Wars Build-A-Bear costumes. Yeah, I think the merch has finally hit for the next movie. And yeah. That's, yeah. Why, that's why they're seeing the big push. Is I, I've noticed now seeing, like I saw the new Kylo Ren, I guess, gets his own BB-8. Yeah, the there's a movie. black. Yeah, the BB-8. black one. Yeah. BB, and then there's BB nine E is oh. his name. Yeah, that's that's a bad enough choice already. And then mm. I saw I saw the the Entertainment Weekly spread where they had Porg, the Furby looking thing. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> sorry. <sighs> yeah, it's gonna be the new Ewok. Hopefully, it's not the next Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> a mix between. The I two. see what you're doing, Star Wars, and you're killing you're killing it. And not in a good, not way. A good way. I'm not going to judge until the I'm entire thing is done. Misa, I think the new next movie talk is better. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell. Uh. <laughs> so, all right. So, so with with the uh, losing of the new director. Well, and it's not. It seems director. to be a problem that's plaguing all the new Star Wars films because yeah. the Han Solo movie has lost its director. But he got t- Ron two, Howard. So yeah, but the two other guys have done the Lego movie, and that's telling because ninety percent of the movie was shot they had to get acting coaches for the actors at the last minute these are also the people that did clone high so what's clone w- high <laughs> clone high was an amazing show on mtv that yeah. starred it, it had a lot of the people from scrubs in it it was about a high school that cloned famous dead celebrities of which abe lincoln was the main character and he hung out with joan of arc and jfk and cleopatra and the show is amazingly underrated that aside <laughs> it's also those guys do comedy work, and it's not the first thing I would think of when it comes to Star Wars. And so to hear that they were working on it, I've heard rumors that the tone of the Han Solo film is kind of more like Dumb and Dumber. So what we're saying is now that Ron Howard's in charge, we can see maybe he can Maybe <laughs> he can fix it, but I'm not holding I have heard breath. about they were doing some script changes. But they were doing some rewriting. So Well, and it's, it's, it's part of it is because the franchise has now gotten so big because The Force Awakened has pulled in $2 billion. Yeah. And so that's a lot of pressure for studios to you know, meet or top that. So they got to pull out all the stops. And that's also coming on the heels of the worst summer, the worst blockbuster movie summer in recent memory i think it's been the worst since like 2006 the num- weird the numbers mm-hmm. the numbers were mm. bad this summer so and wonder woman just passed um civil war yeah yeah so. but when you collect all the all the box office right. receipts together it's the lowest it's been in a long time no somebody Sh- in here has oh, sprinkles someone, someone glittered me so yeah. I think they're. I mean, Star Wars is scrambling right now because they're trying. They're, there's a lot of pressure on them, and they keep losing their directors. And well, the same thing's happening with Dawn of Justice. I mean, they had to get. Yeah, no, that's a. They whole had to redo show everything else too. Mm-hmm. Well, they have to add more Wonder Woman time in now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Woman, Wonder Woman killed it. They have. So to, are they, they on, to, are they on their third director? Is it still Whedon? 
No, Whedon. Well, wait. Well, I don't know how long Whedon's going to stay because I don't know if you heard about his controversies. Too. Yes, yeah, I have. Yeah, there's some yeah. other. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I've heard about that. Anyway, so, the wife. Yeah, but, but yeah, Snyder's out. Guys. You know, and uh, Joss Whedon is he? I, I can't remember. I know I saw the headline. Is it that he's taking over just on the writing, or he's doing some of the writing, or is he taking over as director? No, I think he's doing director. I think he's ta- I think he's taking over director. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's just the director. He's director number three. Because they said something about uh, he's gonna, he'll get directing credits, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, well, and then they were talking about doing the Joker origin movie that's not taking place in the DCEU. Yeah. And they were. And here was the thing. I found out that they scrapped a Gotham Girls movie. In favor of this Joker <gasps> bullshit really? that we don't want. I didn't no. hear about them the scrapping f- that one yet. No. They were going to do a Gotham Girls movie, and then they're like, "Nah, let's do Joker." <gasps> no, I haven't heard that far yet. I, I heard they were still running on the Gotham. Gotham. No, Gotham Girls got canceled. Crap. Okay. So, I, and I, I was like, because I even the to the that would have been good. <laughs> I'm blaming the DC patriarchy. Damn it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I would. I'm way more interested in seeing a Gotham Girls movie right? with Batgirl, Har- Harley, and Poison Ivy. Oh yeah, that would, that would be, be really awesome. awesome. Oh, that would be my what I would do for a Gotham. Well, and Robbie, from um, what I understood, Rob, uh, what's her name? Uh, Rob, Robbie was the one that was going to be in Harley. Or play Harley in that one also. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Margot Robbie. Yeah. Well, Canaries technically, and so is Zatanna. Oh. So okay. they could have. Well, even better. Could have been Gotham as well. Even even there. better. Yeah. But I mean, for your baselines, just make it, make it do the girl thing. Like you're working capital- with cap- the girls. Capitalize off of Wonder Woman's success. Like, and I said, I warned about this with Wonder Woman when it first came out. Don't make everything. You know, don't take the wrong lesson from it and think everything needs to be woman. But. You can also capitalize off the success with a really good story, and if you took do something with Gotham Girls and play off of the success of Wonder Woman with that, use that wave that to get been Gotham good, Girls yeah. out. That really would have been a good and one. And you would probably kill it, no matter what the story is. If Suicide Squad is any indication, that movie was awful, but it still <laughs> killed it at the box office. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was a moneymaker. Another so. good movie out that I can't wait to see is um, The Hitman's Bodyguard. Have you seen it? Uh, the, yeah, it looks... Interesting, entertaining. I'm more excited for um, the next, the new Kingsman movie coming out. Yes. Oh, well, I haven't <laughs> seen any of the Kingsmen. So. Well, the first one is is great. It's as terms of like subverting the expectation of your spy, your British spy movie, and okay. also the best use of Freebird in a movie I've ever seen. Yes. Strangest merchandising idea ever. Kingsman and Art of Shaving has teamed up and they have an art, like a razor, like that a Kingsman totally make, set. That totally makes sense. sense because you're a gentleman when you're a Kingsman. Yep. It was just what an interesting thing for me to see. The shaving, the shaving t- movie tie-in that didn't make sense was the Rogue One X-Wing razor set because yeah. for some reason in space you need to I don't know. Yeah. Okay. You can just use a lightsaber to shave. <laughs> I don't have these problems. <laughs> All right. So um, I think that, that that's our time's coming up. Our time's actually up. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, Aww. we got on a subject that we all love. You and put me on a rant. That's I why know. I don't oh, like yeah. to talk much. I know. And we just definitely got to cover it. You know, the, the funny thing is, is that that's one thing I like about our show. We talk about con stuff, and it doesn't take much for us to go and go. Yeah. And go oh, yeah. and go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so. with with that being said, make sure, of course, you uh, you follow all of us on the uh, on the f- the Facebook page, the uh, the 
uh, Conair Radio, Instagram, Twitter, Instagram, Twitter. God, we're out there, yeah, all over the place. If Jess, are you on all those? <laughs> I am. However, my t- well, I'm not on Instagram. My Twitter is for my blog, which is written under Autumn Wolf with Wolf with an E, and that is pagan orientated. So it's not nerd. You can you can make a second one. You know, <laughs> I have five. N- no, I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't I say this that. last time? I am not Something doing like dual. She, she doesn't need to compartmentalize. No, yeah, no. No. Come um, and of course, if you want to listen to us on uh, any other type of media, of course, we got SoundCloud, iTunes, <laughs> Google Play Store, and of course, Star Worldwide. Star Worldwide Networks. And we've been doing really well yes. on Star Worldwide. Thank you to Thank all the you, listeners. Star Worldwide and Ed, listeners. Ed, we love your feedback. Yeah, Ed and Dave love us. Give us there. some more feedback on Facebook mm-hmm. where I can see it. Yes. Yeah, totally. Our t-shirt thing, you know, guys, you really dropped the ball. Come on, give us some nerd t-shirts. I think I did post a couple of pictures of some of my new t-shirts, but I, they weren't I, so geeky. They I, were. Well, I, I'm, I I'm love talking to our shirt. listeners. Come on, guys. Yeah, I know. Be social. I, I love Cameron's shirt right now. So I always bring it. Yeah. Cookies. Cook, cookie monster. And in the, monster. In the, in the poor little cookie yep. is in his bed going, Mommy, there's a monster in my closet. <laughs> it's clearly with the googly eyes. The yes. Oh, yes. yes it's fabulous. All right, so uh, so yeah, so uh, two weeks we got. We have Arizona Power Girl in yes. two weeks, oh. and then Cameron's locking on another cosplay. Person I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not. I don't want to give that away. No, this we're not giving cosplay. it away. We're just saying he's working. I'm on working another on one. It. I'm working another on another cosplayer. And mm-hmm. I'm working on a friend back home who's a regular Dragon Conner. So maybe Ooh. we'll hear all about what happened last weekend at Dragon Con. You know, from what I hear, what's happens at Dragon Con stays at Dragon Con, so we might not hear all uh, that. Not, <laughs> not herpes. Not, oh, I did okay. see some cool cosplays on the Instagram from Dragon Con. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yep. And they had a security concern, too, just to... Yes, but we had it first. Yeah. <laughs> Stop we trying are to copy <laughs> us. <laughs> <laughs> we are the better controversial... We're the more, we're the better, the better, more controversial con. I think we need to stop putting ourselves down and just (laughs) call it a night, guys. Uh, And one, one more big thing, if you've made it all the way through this show, uh, all the way to this point, of course, we also have a Patreon page. (gasps) Patreon. Yes. And we want to come out. We want to see all the different cons and whatnot, but we of course need your help with a little bit of monetary fundage. Yes, it would help. Yes. If you want to hear us talking at cons, being at cons. And, and, and getting to more different cons. Yes. Yeah. And we actually had a lot of good input. Um, like um, uh, Greg has asked us to do a panel <gasps> next year at Sableton. Yeah. So we're, we're going to be fingers putting crossed, that. people. We can do our own panel, and we'll be broadcasting. But we need panel. some of that money. Yeah. Yes, because I need to buy some new equipment. Yes, please. <laughs> and, of course... I don't know. I'm just putting this out there. If you want us to be guests at your con and oh. help us out that way, yes. mm-hmm. that would be pretty cool, too. Reach Fantastic. out to us. Yeah. yeah definitely. And don't all touch us, but th- reach out. <laughs> those social medias. Yeah. No, no, no. No touching, touching because that last time it tickled really bad. <laughs> That's the best kind. And I was rolling around on the floor a lot. Okay. <laughs> I was, yeah. All right. Good night, folks. Yeah, Stay safe. That, have a good one. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue for me and you. And I think to myself, Bullshit! What a wonderful world. Where are you going?
You're going to pick a fight. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed.